Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Again, it's great to be with you today as we're in the Gospels and we're in Matthew chapter 6 dealing with the Sermon on the Mount. What a joy it's been as Jesus has been instructing his disciples in dealing with matters of the heart. And now he goes dealing with a, a sometimes very difficult one as he talks about our financial situations and what we do with our monies. He says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. He's talking about personal possessions, the treasures that we like to heap upon ourselves. I don't know why we do it so much and why we worry about our future where we think that we need to amass some wealth. And certainly God is saying, he says, man, I got wealth that you don't even know. You can't even imagine. Why don't you invest your time and energies and your resources in, into me? He said, goes on, he says, but lay up for yourself treasure in heaven. Again, dealing with the heart. Where's your heart? Well, on Sunday, I go to church and I put some money in the plate and 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 off I go and I do the rest of the week as I you know, I need to. I need to provide for my family. I got to go to work and different things I have to be doing. And certainly my pleasure, my leisure time, I need to go out hunting, fishing and golfing and everything else. Well, Jesus here is touching, speaking to his disciples. He says our energy and our time and our resources. Let's make sure we double check and that we're doing it for the Lord. He says for for where your heart is. He says, let me read it to you again, verse 20. He says, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither rust nor uh, rust destroys, where thieves do not break in. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So the Lord is looking at their hearts. Remember, we've been talking about the hypocrites. We were out doing everything for a show. But Jesus is always been weighing the hearts to make sure our service is right unto the Lord. As you go on, in verse 22, he says, The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, the whole body would be full of light. But if your eye is bad and your whole body will be full of darkness, if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And so he goes on now, listen to verse 24. He says, no one can serve two masters. Are you serving heaven or are you serving yourself? For either you will hate the one and love the other, or else you will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And so he brings it back down to the, really asking the guys, what are you going to be following after in your life? Are you going to follow the things that I've been teaching you? Have you been following what has been spoke to you through the Old Testament as I've been talking to you about here in the Sermon on the Mount? Or are you going to continue to follow the ways of the world? It's a choice that we need to make, isn't it? No one could serve two masters. So that's a true statement. Because there's only one thing that can truly you know, have that pull upon our lives. Either we're serving God or else we're serving our flesh if we're really honest with ourselves. And serving two masters and really to determine what is master 
of our life, I think all we have to do is do a self-evaluation of what do we put our time and our energy for the majority part of our day into? There are thoughts of our, uh, just of ourselves and, and the world and the things that we desire to have and our pursuit of our jobs, our careers, our, our pursuit of relationships. And our time for God is maybe as we hit our head hits the pillow at night or maybe when we first wake up in the morning, but throughout the day, uh, you know, we're consumed with our day. Jesus said you cannot serve two masters. And I think as we, if we take time to evaluate our thoughts and our actions, that will determine who we truly are serving. Yes, we need to go to work. Yes, we have relationships with each other and, and and but the the thing that we need to do is include God in all that we do remember what Paul said he said whatsoever you do do wholeheartedly unto the Lord and not to man he, Paul was a worker he was a tent maker he understood what it meant he was also a, a teacher evangelist and, and God used him in many ways but throughout his life he kept the Lord front and center and I think that's something so vital for us in order for us to live that blessed, blessed life is to keep Jesus front and center in the things that we do. You know, then he goes on. He deals with something that I think is so important for us. It's really what he was next going to talk about was worry. Do you ever have a chance of worrying in your life? Do you have a problem with worrying? Listen to what Jesus says. He says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, that you will what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body or what will you put on. It is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. You know, here he is again dealing with some very practical, practical things to his disciples, and then he tells them, he says, "Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow." They reap, gather into barns, or yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value, valuable than they? It's a, you know, you can picture Jesus sitting by the Sea of Galilee up on the mountain. And maybe as he's talking to the disciples, some birds came, you know, flying by, maybe singing those beautiful songs like the birds do. And he says, you're more valuable than they are. He says, which of you by worrying could add one cubic to his statues? <laughs> do you, so why do you worry about the clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, and they neither toil nor spin. And I'm sure as he looked out and he saw some beautiful wildflowers out there growing. He says, they just grow. He says, and yet I say to you that even Solomon, all of his glory, was not as rayed as like one of these the the beauty of these wildflowers how they just shine and they probably were glistening in the sun as jesus was talking about he says now god so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you O you of little faith he says those lilies out here in the field they're beautiful today but they come and go as the sun hits them, they wither away and they're gone. He says, but you're more valuable. Trust in God, he's saying, O you of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, 
what we shall eat or what we shall drink or what we shall wear. For all, after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly fathers know, the, know that you need all these things. He's saying, don't follow the ways of the world. You know, worrying about the things that we should wear or, you know, the things that we need. As far as keep it up with the Joneses or what the advertisers of the day say we have to have. He says, but rather trust God because your father knows what your needs are. And then verse 33 is so important for us as believers. He says, but. And he says, but instead of following the ways of the Gentiles, he says, but seek first the kingdom of God. So important for us daily, day and out, to seek God first. If you have a situation come up, ask the Lord for help. I remember when my daughter was very young, I would take her out shopping over to the local mall. My wife was probably busy working or doing something. Was, as I would go there, I would go, Amy, let's go in there and buy a dress for you. She was probably four or five years old. And I would just say, before we go in, let's, let's bow our heads and pray and ask God to help us. And so here's a dad taking his little daughter in to buy a dress. And sure enough, as we prayed and we sought the Lord, and we went in there and God would lead me to the right place, the right person to help me and find a beautiful dress and it would fit perfectly. And every little situation that rises in your life God wants you to seek him because he wants to help you. And he's so much in love with you. He wants to be involved with the things that you do. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Otherwise, the way he does things, not, you know, say, God, come along with my program. No, 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 no. That we might seek the things that are right before him. And all these things shall be added unto you. What things? Well, the things we've just been talking about. Why should we worry? Because God will provide. Verse 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will, uh, will worry about its own things, sufficient the day of its own trouble. Otherwise, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. We've got enough on our plates today. Let's commit our ways unto the Lord. Allow Him to direct our paths as we trust in Him. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023. Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.